Well, hi, this is your old friend Bill. Whenever I find myself in Davis, I'm busy putting the fun in fundraising. But when I'm not, I always listen to KDVS 90.3 FM. And you should, too. Go Aggies! This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now the host of Radio Parallax, Douglas Everett. Welcome to the program. We have some very special guests for you today, which I think you're going to enjoy. In our third segment, we're going to continue our discussion of Seabiscuit with Mr. Frank Sorcy, the jockey who rode the famous horse in the 1940s. Frank is 83. He won 800 races, and he will continue his talk with us today, which I'm sure will uh, keep your interest. Gary Chu, our special media correspondent, will also be here in the third segment to discuss the movie version of Seabiscuit, currently in theaters near you. In segment two, we're going to continue our discussion with Christina Borgeson, the Emmy and Edward R. Murrow award-winning journalist, formerly of CBS News, whose book Into the Buzzsaw is uh, well worth your attention. We're going to discuss the so-called liberal media with Christina today, in particular the book Bias by Bernard Goldberg. Uh, Bernie Goldberg's book is currently a bestseller, but, um, you know, it has some glaring flaws, I think, which we should examine in some detail, which we will do in segment two. In our first segment today, we're going to talk about America's foremost political comedian, Will Durst. Wilders performed at the Crest Theater last Friday night in a benefit for Transitional Living and Community Support, Inc. You've seen him on Livelihood, currently running on PBS, where he is host and co-producer. And in the past, you've probably seen him on PBS, Showtime, Late Night with David Letterman, and Comedy Central. Wilders also comes to you locally in the Comic Press News, a monthly which is available in the Sacramento area. I would uh, strongly recommend you grab a copy if you... If you don't have one already, you'll find that to be a uh, worthy effort on your part. And being that it is such a good paper, we thought we would have the publisher editor James Israel come on and say a few words in this segment as well. We're going to forego our usual look at current events on this program today, except to point out a couple things. The Saudi government is complaining. Yes, the Saudi government, that bastion of a free press and open society, is complaining that the United States government is being too secretive in its report on the 9-11 attacks. And next, speaking with President Bush, Israeli President Ariel Sharon said he felt that the fences the Israeli government is constructing through the West Bank will bring friendship between the Israelis and Palestinians. And third, we're living in a country where the Defense Department had set up a program where an internet site would function as a futures market for predicting terrorist attacks, allowing anonymous individuals to, in effect, place bets on calamitous events. To items like those three, let us say what we often say on this program. That is, to quote Will Durst in saying, you can't make stuff up like this. Durst currently has a CD out with exactly that title, which will uh, play some excerpts for you in uh, just a sec. 
Uh, Will Durst was joined by Lisa Nelson and Dave Wilson at the Crest Theater last Friday. Uh, and really, I think it was. Uh, I think it's fair to say that a good time was had by all, and uh, money was raised for a good cause. Let's take a couple minutes and give you a Durst sampler. On 0911, where was Cheney? Where was Vice President Cheney? Uh, we don't know. He's been secreted away by the Secret Service, secure location, undisclosed. We have no idea where he is. If we knew, we wouldn't tell you, but we don't know. You don't know where the Vice President? Nope, we have no idea. Don't know. Okay, where's the President? Ah, he's in Florida. Yeah, he's on his way to Louisiana. Could be an Air Force base right outside of Baton Rouge, easily accessible on Highway 10. He's gonna head north to Omaha to refuel before coming back to D.C. due east in the 40th northern degree latitude. Big 747 says Air Force One on the side. Can't miss it. Where's Cheney? We don't know. Am I making this up? On a 0912, structural engineer came on CNN explained how the terrorists made this grievous error by hitting the outside of the Pentagon. What they should have done was crashed into the courtyard and the jet fuel would have spread the opposite three sides of the whole thing when it comes, shut up! <laughs> now that, but our nuclear power plants are awfully vulnerable. All it takes is one little crop duster to find the shut the hell <laughs> What is wrong with you people? Our own mayor, Willie Brown. And I love Willie, don't get me wrong, man. man. He's the only politician I know who can enter a revolving door behind you and come out first. <laughs> Willie, all week long, had this bad case of disaster envy. I'm serious, he's walking around town. Well, I don't know why they didn't hit us. We got landmarks, too. Golden Gate Bridge, the most photographed object on the face of the planet, and we got the Pyramid Building, financial, shut up! This is not a Chamber of Commerce moment. This is hide your light under a bushel time. I'll tell you why they didn't come. They couldn't park. After the show, Will was kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. I asked him about the Bush administration's ongoing effort to recriminalize marijuana. Yeah, it's the, it's the whole pot thing. It's, uh, I don't get it. Uh, liquor is worse for you. Everybody says, you know, my liver is rejecting me, but uh, that's okay. I don't even smoke pot, and I, I think it should be legalized. In your act, you specifically mentioned the Sacramento area's comic press news. Um, I guess you know you've got a lot of fans locally. I love the 916 area code, and I could live here very easily if it weren't for a little thing called August, which seems to be spreading into May and October. So, uh, but I, I love, so I grew up in Milwaukee, and Sacramento's a lot like Milwaukee, believe it or not. How so? Uh, it closes at 9, and uh, the, it's got good people. You know, a town is only as good as its people. I've heard you say about Milwaukee that uh, comedy is illegal there. Uh, fortunately, in Sacramento, it's not. Uh, no, in Sacramento, what are you talking about? It's the preferred profession. You have all those guys at that place with the dome who are doing comedy. You know, the Hall of Invertebrates 
and uh, so me, I'm just a minor piker in this town, you know, with so many, so many clowns and comedians uh, professionally working. Whose chances do you like in Sacramento's current comedy show, The Gubernatorial Recall? Uh, I'm running. Yes, I, I'm running for governor, and uh, here's the deal. Uh, I will only serve one day. If you elect me, I will uh, resign so that Cruz Bustamante can appoint whoever he wants. But in that one day, and I want that one day so that I can, you know, qualify for pension and health care. Hello, because I have no health care. And I will pass one law, and that means I will make all car alarms in California illegal. Take that, Mr. Isa. Well, we know you're tired, but we appreciate very much your having a few words for the KDVS audience. Thank you, Doug. Say hello to everybody for me. I hope you'll uh, come on Radio Parallax again. Will do. And for those interested in seeing you live, I believe you'll be back in the area September 10th? I think it's 17th. Actually, oh. I think it's the week after that. Well, when the time draws near, we'll clarify that for the audience. Thanks again. Thanks. Well, you know what? Let's go now to the headquarters of the man who would be governor. Congressman Darrell Issa, financer of the Recall Davis effort. Not coincidentally, Mr. Issa would like to be governor himself. We've got a call in to the Issa campaign. Yellow. Issa for governor? Who wants to know? This is Douglas Everett, KDVS Radio. To whom are we speaking? This is uh, Buddy Withers. I'm chairman of Issa for governor, and I'm the swing shift foreman here at Tranquility Car Alarms. This is a car alarm factory? Uh, what's that? ISA Campaign Headquarters is a car alarm factory? Oh, quite satisfactory. Thank you very much. How much money has Mr. ISA poured into this campaign? Say what? How much has the congressman spent, sir? Oh, he's a fine gent. No question. What are your chances in the October election? Oh, we have a huge selection. Mr. Withers, we'll call back another time. Oh, I've got about uh, 515. Obviously, they're having some technical difficulties. We'll try and reach the ISA campaign again at a later date. Comedian Will Durst, of course, comes to you every month in the Sacramento area, courtesy of a free newspaper that you probably should know about, the Comic Press News. We think this is a great uh, source of uh, laughs and great political humor, and we thought it would be good to go to the publisher-editor, James Israel, to talk about his publication. Are you there, Mr. Israel? Yeah. Hi there. So how long have you been doing the comic press? How long? Yeah. Uh, Twelve plus years now. Started uh, actually at the end of the first Gulf War, April 91. It's called Editorial Cartoon and Humor Monthly, and it certainly it certainly is. How do you get all these cartoons from across the nation? Um, they're mostly from syndicated sources. Uh, we do get some directly from the artists themselves who are kind of self-syndicated, but... Uh, Mostly through the syndicates. Okay, were you, were you motivated by the political turn of this country since the first Gulf War to uh, to put this out? Well, yeah. Um, before I did this one, I um, was co-publisher of a paper out of uh, the Nevada City area, which was called the Community Endeavor. And that was kind of a uh, radical rag, I guess you might call it, um, <laughs> publishing what we thought was basically censored news things that you never read about in the established press. So that was our mission there. And then, well, That's a subject near and dear to our hearts uh, on this program. Yeah, right. And uh, so when I left that, I uh, decided to try this. I was uh, inspired by the comic news in uh, Santa Cruz. Okay. 
which was the original one. They've been there for about 20 years. There's always been, oh, I don't know, somewhere around 15 to 20 around the country, although they're always going out of business and new ones getting started. Well, good for you for hanging on for a dozen years. Yeah, we've been around longer than most, I think. Well, you have a very progressive bent on most of the cartoons you select from. Uh, they're funny, but yet they seem to have an important message. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that was really the, the thing that really attracted me to doing it was uh, it was a way of getting a, a message across while still, you know, keeping a sense of humor. And I think that's really the best way to to reach people who, who might be on the fence, you know. So it, it seemed like it had the best chance of of reaching people that, you know, that wasn't just preaching to the choir or whatever. Yeah. And how did you come to have, this is quite a coup, of course, uh, America's premier uh, political uh, comic, Will Durst, appear every month. Yeah, well, um, he was available, um, and he seemed to fit the paper just right. And uh, he's uh, he's one guy I deal with directly. I don't, I don't get him through any syndicate or anything. He's come to be a, a friend, you know, I, I see him when he comes to town and we hang out afterwards, after his show, like uh, at the Crest, uh, when he just appeared there for the uh, the benefit for uh, Transitional Living Group. We hung out after that over there at the Pyramid, that new Pyramid Ale place. Okay. And uh, he's just a great guy. He's, just, he's warm and genuine and funny and just a, a real fun guy to hang out with. Well, as someone described him, Will Rogers with fangs. <laughs> yeah, only he doesn't uh, he doesn't do rope tricks. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on the program. You know, in the future, if we have some uh, memorable cartoons or columns or whatever, perhaps you'd uh, you'd come on again and, and talk a bit about them. Oh, sure, and uh, you know, I hope people in Davis uh, realize that the paper is available there in Davis. It's a free paper, and it's, it's around uh, several locations. There. Absolutely, I would yeah. recommend anyone out there do a snag a copy of it every month. I certainly do. Yeah. And uh, what, what is your circulation, by the way? Uh, around 40,000 copies. We figure uh, between 100 and 120,000 readers each issue. And then uh, we have a subscription version that goes, you know, it's available anywhere in the world. Subscriptions make great gifts. <laughs> want to remind your listeners. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're not on commercial radio, but I think we can uh, yeah. still say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just suggest that to people. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us, and we'll talk to you again, I hope. Thanks a lot. It's been, uh, it's been a real pleasure. Once again, that was James Israel, publisher and editor of the Comic Press News, which is available to you free in the Sacramento area and in Davis. We've got to go to a break here in just a minute, uh, and I hope you will stay tuned for Christina Borges, an author of Into the Buzzsaw, to follow in the next segment. Wrapping up here in the matter of Will Durst's Sacramento appearance, you know, I think we could support him for governor. Personally, I'm tired of these amateurs sitting in the governor's chair, and I think it's high time we got a professional comedian. You're listening to KDVS 90.3 FM. I'm Douglas Everett, and this is Radio Parallax. Radio Parallax.